This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. Some of the things that distract us from our higher purpose in life. We have a situation in, I guess you'd call it, uh, current material existence, where everyone is preoccupied with money. It doesn't seem to be anyone who is exempt from it. From the little kids to the old people on their pensions. Everybody's concerned with the money issue. And similarly, like right now, we see so many people are concerned with politics, political issues. Then we have the attachment side of things, where everybody's concerned with family and job and social responsibility. And whichever group the, uh, that you're in, whichever category you're in, it becomes all-encompassing. The businessman, he makes money, but he wants to make more money. The family life person, he wants to improve his family situation and struggles with all sorts of inconveniences and issues. Similarly, someone who personally just wants to enjoy their life, they have all sorts of things they try to enjoy and don't. We see it all the time. Oh, time for a holiday. And they go on the holiday and they come back. Oh, it was horrible. This went wrong. That I didn't like this. This fell down. I had an argument. Whatever it might be. They anticipate enjoying, but the experience isn't like that. So these things, uh, aspects of life, one gets attached to their particular point of view, and they get to the point where this enjoyment or this opulence or this responsibility bewilders them. They're bewildered. I can't make it work. I'm working on it by 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and I can't make it work. It isn't coming out. I'm not happy. I don't have everything I set out to get. I'm not more intelligent. I'm not a greater person. I'm not higher being. I'm, things haven't improved like I should. I'm not, I'm not the manager at the office yet. How come? Oh my goodness. And this whole experience bewilders them. They, so they try to accept, okay, okay, then what I've achieved is great. I've done well. I'm now running this place. I'm the manager here, and I'm running this place. Wow, I got it all. I, that's it. I got it. I'm, I'm happy. I, well, I'm supposed to be, huh? And they have this confusion. And they see that the world has changed. One example I have of that is, uh, there's, uh, I read a story about a guy in, uh, University. He was going to the university, MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and he was trying to learn computer science there, and he found that they were so far behind the level of advancement that the computer industry, the technology industry was in, that the things that were in the school were completely outdated and were of no value to him at all. And so he walked out of the most prestigious university and went and started his own little school. And this school was kind of like one of these open forum things where several people came together and brought in their knowledge and then they started working with it together and they started sharing that. And it ended up an education system in the current computer systems, in the current level of technology that people were actually dealing with. So the schools can't keep up 
with the changes that are happening in society. And look at you. How many of you are going to say, oh, I'm up on it all. I can handle it all. I know it all. Nobody can. The interaction of, of information and the interaction of technological changes and advancement are so rapid that you have to be right there at the coal face, totally involved in a particular subject all the time to get it down. And then you need everybody has to kind of come together and say, well, what do you know? What do you know? What do you know? So you can all become well-rounded people. But this is all bewildering because the changes, again, are so fast and it's so broad and it's so encompassing that no, not everybody, some, but not everybody can actually get their head around it all. And you go, well, what is it all worth? What is it all for? Even if I master all these different disciplines and I understand so many things in so many ways and I'm able to manipulate these different technologies, what has it done for my heart? Maybe it's done something for my wallet. But what has it done to make you a better person, to make you committed to the truth, to make you a whole person who's compassionate, who does good, who helps, who understands, who seeks out spiritual life and love of God? Has it encouraged any of that? The answer is generally no. So the technological side of things, the material side of things, the opulent side of things, the enjoyment side of things, they cannot deliver what you're looking for. Yet you don't find anybody in society who's telling you there's something else. There's something superior. So you go around wandering. Wondering and wandering. Who knows? Does anyone know? Where do I find that? How do I find that? Well, if you're a sincere being, the Lord in the heart, here's your sincere desire, your sincere need, your sincere quest. And he sends you an enlightened spiritual master. He may send you that spiritual master uh, through one of his disciples. He may send you that spiritual master through a book. He may send you directly to that spiritual master. He may change your life. He may put you in a circumstance that you are forced to give up what you're doing so that you're open for something better to come in. Because attachment is something people have. They won't. They're so attached, they can't give anything up. I've always given the example, if you have something held in each hand and something is offered to you, what are you going to, how are you going to take it? You have to put one of the things you have down to accept the new thing. And immediately, now you're at a valuation dilemma. And you're so attached to the two things you have in your hand, you go, um, oh, I don't know if I should, oh, is that going to be that good? Should I put this down? Oh, I really like what I have. Oh, I don't want to put that one down. Oh, I don't want to put that one down. Oh, but I want that. And you have this dilemma. And this is where we're at. We have so many things we're attached to that the highest thing, the love of God, devotional service to the Lord, is waiting in front of you to solve the problems and the quests and the concerns you have in your heart. But you have to put down your material attachment. You have to put down your material point of view. And this is difficult to do because of the attachment. 
But to achieve their goal, you have to do it. So sometimes the Lord forces you. You're put into a situation where you have no choice. That situation you are in is dissolved. Someone goes, someone's gone, someone leaves, someone stops, you're fired from your job, uh, your wife moves out. I don't know. Something dramatic happens in your life to break your attachment so that you can, you will pick up the opportunity to understand devotional service and love of God. So these attachments to temporary things, you should put them in the proper category early on. Temporary things are inferior to eternal things. You should know that early, and you should make that uh, difference known. You should analyze that. Just make a distinction between temporary things and eternal things. And focus on the eternal things first. Yeah, the material things you got to eat and sleep and have a, a bed over a, head, a roof over your head. You got to do these things. But your time spent, what is important to spend with your lifespan, has to change. So that opportunity is there when you hear from the spiritual master. And this attachment to these temporary things is dropped. And new attachments are adjusted to the spiritual, eternal values of life. As an eternal living entity, there must be an eternal duty and responsibility. There are eternal relationships. There are eternal capabilities, good qualities. And in the temporary conception of life with a material body, these good qualities are covered. The society is, is uh, discounting the importance of the higher things, and pushing you into these attachments. So it takes some courage, it takes some determination to turn and come out of these temporary attachments and reestablish your eternal position, your eternal relationships, your eternal duty. Because you see now that all of these temporary things are actually obstacles in becoming an eternally conscious being. All of the temporary attachments and perspectives that you get from others and you get from things and you get from your education and you get from your upbringing, all those things are obstacles to understanding your eternal natural relationship with the Supreme Lord and your eternal uh, spiritual father, the spiritual master. So the Vedic literature says that one can determine if he's advancing in spiritual life if he's automatically feeling detachment from these material goals. And you see that. A person may not be going very far in his spiritual life, but in his heart he's done with these material things. They just don't matter. Done it, done it, done it, done it. Don't care, don't care. Don't want to do it anymore. Where is something better? Where is something higher? When that desire is a sincere desire, and when one has an open mind and he's willing to be detached from these things, the answer comes. The spiritual master will enter your life. The Vedic literature will enter your life. And love of God will gradually enter your heart, and you will be fulfilled free from these materialistic attachments. The... the uh, Attachment to spiritual life and the spiritual transcendental platform 
automatically vanquishes attachments to material temporary things. So you can see your own advancement. You don't need a big uh, analysis. You don't have to go and uh, please, please teach me about myself. You don't need psychological help. You can tell if you're following the instructions in the Vedic literature and realizing your eternal position and your eternal platform, these temporary material attachments will dissolve. They will fall away. And by the grace of the Lord, sometimes he takes some of them away. We can't seem to let go of. So we have to take this opportunity of spiritual life, spiritual association, spiritual realization to open our hearts up and simultaneously break free from this material conceptions of life. We were concerned about things that don't, on the big scale, matter at all. Someone said to me, you know, if you're on the edge of you're going to die any day, certain things just don't matter anymore. A whole variety of things that you would care about don't matter. You're going to die and you're going, you need to prepare for death. You need to be ready. You need to understand the great opportunity leaving your material body is and use it responsibly to firmly pro uh, propel yourself into unself-motivated, unconditional, loving, devotional service to God in an eternal atmosphere of pure spiritual enjoyment and bliss. Man, what a goal! My goodness! And you can get there in this very life. At the time of death comes naturally, you have to know what to do and go through the door correctly. It's not death. What's dying is the body. You, the eternal living entity, we don't die. You don't die. The body dies. Temporarily, I'm energizing this body. I think it's me. I think it's mine. I think it's an expression. I think it's a tool. So many things. It's my car. So many things you relate to the body. But it's a temporary thing. Let's keep it straight. And it's going to fall off. It is a temporary thing that comes off of you. And you're free to take the opportunity to raise to the highest platform and achieve the highest perfection there is. Or you can be a stupid idiot and you can be thrown into lower species of life for all the ridiculous things you did and time-wasting and resource-wasting and abuse you caused upon others. It isn't a good outcome. So the intelligent person, he should be educated, he should be trained. He should be aware of his eternal position, his eternal condition of life, and he should strive to advance that conception to the point he is totally satisfied, totally fixed up, totally healthy. And his position and awareness of his eternal occupational duty. And the material things just don't matter. One begins then to serve to expand and spread the knowledge of the Vedic literature, to follow the instructions of the spiritual master and distribute his books, to see to it that the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra for purification is being used by you and heard by others. So that the purification process can begin because it's like waking from a sleep. This material existence identifying as the body, the, excuse me, the body as the self is a sleeping condition. 
It's not fully awake. So come to the fully awake platform. And when you come, you go, oh my goodness, it's so much better. Others should know urgently. This is the mood of devotional service. This is the mood of the spiritual master. This is the mood of the supreme personality of Godhead himself. Let's wake these people from this sleeping condition of material existence. Let them reach their highest platform of love of God. Let them get out of this material attachments. Let them get out of this material sufferings and anxieties. Let them get above their bodily conception of life. Let them get above the reactions to the previous actions. Let them get out of the delusions and illusions caused by bodily identification. Let them come to their eternal platform of love of God and devotional service. Let's give. the Who can give a greater gift? Oh, I always look forward to socks. How about you? Oh, I love socks. Give me some socks. They always wear right out. The platform of love of God, of purification of the heart, of engagement in the transcendental service of the Lord at the level of realization offered by the spiritual master in the Vedic literature is not a temporary platform of achievement. It is another strata. It is completely on a different platform. It's called transcendental platform. It's above these imperfect modes of nature, above all the different varieties of material bodies. This transcendental platform is a uh, status, a stage, a state of existence that is, I can't say, I would say, indescribably greater than this material existence. This is a very limited experience. And the spiritual platform of understanding and existence is so much higher and complete and broad. And this is why you can have confidence. It is so great, so unbelievably vast, you can have confidence that there's the perfect place for you to be perfectly happy. The unlimited personality of God and Sri Krishna created all of us individual living entities unique. And there is a unique place in the service of the Lord where our abilities, propensities, needs, desires, everything is all simultaneously fulfilled and you should reach that platform. You should strive, you should fight, you should be uh, determined to get to that platform no matter what. Not this material, oh, and now the boss, I'm the manager here, mm-hmm, I take all the big problems. Your big problem is you think you're the body. Your big problem is you're detached from the love of God that's in your heart. You're detached from your eternal relationships and eternal duty. That's the big problems. So we have to let go of these temporary conceptions of life. We have to let go of these temporary attachments in life. We have to focus on who we are and why we're here and what is the right thing to do with our time and love. It's not to be squandered. It's not to be criticized or ridiculed. Love. Truthfulness. Compassion. These are real virtues. It says in the Vedic literatures that all the, the 32 qualities of the demigods develop in the heart of a sincere soul as he releases himself from the attachments to the material conception of life. 
and he situates himself on the transcendental platform of spiritual values and knowledge in life. So we're here trying to encourage you that there is something more. There is something much greater and you can sense it in your heart. I feel you feel that your, your potential, that some wonderful thing is there just outside of reach, just behind the curtain, just not quite in your grasp. Yes, and that is devotional service, selfless devotional service. It is there. You need the spiritual master to move the curtain so you can see it and explain it to you so you can adapt it. And then the joy, the glory of who you really are, the proper engagement of reality in life is yours. And the joy and fulfillment you experience, you want to share that. And in sharing that, you see the awakening in someone else and you see, ah, the Lord is pleased because now he has two new servants. Not just me, but someone besides. Not only have I come and awakened to my eternal relationship and eternal service, but I've shown this great science to someone else and they have awakened. Because it is so powerful that it doesn't matter how sinful, how fallen, how foolish, how lost, uneducated, how blind you are. With the instructions of the spiritual master and the Vedic literature, you can see the proper perspectives. You can realize in your heart the higher values, the higher goal of life. No one is disqualified. So if you chant, your heart softens. The contamination melts away. That perspective of life becomes more vivid, more real, more attainable. And you use your life force energy, your free will, to reach out and pull in this devotional opportunity, to stretch to the transcendental perspective of life, to adopt the instructions of the spiritual master. Even if you don't understand it first, you, you adopt it and you check for the result. And you'll be shocked. Oh my goodness, things have improved so much. I didn't realize that I was doing that wrong. I didn't realize I had a misconception. I didn't realize I had more in me. But the spiritual master awakens these lost, uh, uh, covered tendencies. And you come back to a self-confident, mature, conscious being who's actually aware. I can't achieve the higher goals of life, the higher things in life. I can't achieve what I believe deep down in my heart. I'm here for I'm not here for what everyone else says I'm here for. I'm here for what my natural created abilities dictate I'm here for. I'm here to develop service of my type in my way, my variety to the best of my ability. I'm here to uh, uh, produce a service attitude and a service of significance that is above all material activities. So the Vedic literature teaches you this detachment. The Vedic literature shows you the love of God. The Vedic literature describes God's qualities, characteristics, paraphernalia, personality, associates, friends, servants, experiences, pastimes, incarnations, expansions, everything in complete detail. So you get a familiarity, a mental image, a visual of the spiritual world. A visual of selfless, pure, happy, ecstatic service, eternally existent. It becomes manifest in your eyes, in your mind's eye. 
This is such an important side of our life. We don't even think about our mind's eye, the third eye, the pineal gland. We don't even think about these higher things. But they're tools that are there in the body for you to use, to grasp, to taste, to experience spiritual life, spiritual perspective of life, where you are rightly situated. If I ask you, how many of you think you are rightly situated? Are you at the best pinnacle of your life? Is this just exactly where you want your life to be? How many of you can say wholeheartedly, oh, it is, it is, yes. Well, how many of you can say, not bad, but there's something more? Or how many can say, this is crap, let me out of here. So all of these lower conceptions need to fade away. You can't be happy in these conceptions. You already know that. But you don't know what is the solution. The solution is the Vedic literature. The solution is the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. The solution is surrender to the instructions of the spiritual master and lift yourself to that highest conception of life. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.